Hey, is this thing on? Lance, Nick, ready? Can you hear me? Welcome to the Live Free and Hunt podcast. Alrighty, Live Free and Hunt podcast, episode 23. We had uh, Ross Roberge, Brett Joy, and Chris Dame in, and uh, it was a late podcast. I think we started at 9 o'clock and didn't get done until, I don't know, somewhere around 10. And they didn't get out of here until late. Um, they all had long drives, so uh, it was a late night to say the least, but we had a blast. We got into some, uh, you know, filming stories, we got into some hunting stories, and... Um, it was all around good time. Here we go. You're like a bad deck of cards that loves to lose. You don't listen to me, and I don't want you to. Cause we sure have fun throwing my money away. You bet high. I bet low, you're all in and I'm all broke Another paycheck down the drain Here we go. Uh, Live Free and Hunt podcast. We're getting to it. We're burning the midnight oil. It's 9 o'clock on a Saturday. And uh, who, do we got? who do we got in the uh, in the basement today? Chris Dame. Ooh. <laughs> Nick? Ooh, Ross. <laughs> oh, this feels weird. <laughs> it's me, Brett. <laughs> Good deal. Hi, Brett. Hi, Brett. <laughs> Thanks for uh, taking the drive up, boys. I know it's a pain in the ass. What are your hour and a half out? Wasn't yeah. that bad. Yeah, it's not, that's an hour and a half. Is no, we drove to Ohio overnight. So. Yeah, <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> an hour and a half is <laughs> just fine by Perfect. us. Perfect. I appreciate you guys coming up. Uh, we're going to talk some uh, deer hunting. We're going to talk some uh, camera setups. And um, I'm excited to have you guys on because uh, where I hunt around here is not like southern New Hampshire, where I think I talk to a lot of people from. So deer strategy, uh, uh, just camera work, and I guess scouting is a little bit different in uh, bigger woods and mountains. So uh, yep. we're going to hit everything but first i want to uh i want to see how you guys i think brett you told your story we had you on over a cell phone during turkey season and we've talked <coughs> to chris a couple times yeah i didn't really get to talk but all right yeah okay all right so <laughs> just <Chris>. like <laughs> just like chris talk chris chris doesn't get to be in front of the camera <laughs> He doesn't get to talk because Brett steamrolls him. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Chris, if you could just give us a quick, brief history on your life and other talking points that you really want to hit right now. Chris, who are you? Well, I'm 24. Single. <laughs> 24. I'm single. Just tested positive for COVID. <laughs> Yesterday. Yesterday. Amongst Likes other to drink things. water. Yeah. <laughs> That's not all I tested positive for. <laughs> but on Tinder a lot. <laughs> that's, that's all. How, how did you guys all meet? If you want to start. I, I, I'll start with Brett and Ross. How did you guys get together? 
Uh, I got a message from Brett on Facebook. Evidently, we knew... Did we know each other, I guess? I don't even remember. Yeah. I no, remember. he said, hey, you want to kill a turkey? And I said, yeah. Sh- yeah, sure. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> Legitimately, like, that's yeah, so kind of how it went down. I don't remember down. that, but I, I bet, mean, I think, that sounds about right. I mean, I think we had, we had run into each other, like, yeah. in passing, like, in baseball or something like that. You, you're from the same town? No. No? Same the area. Town's like... Yeah, next town over. Right yeah, I was in. He was in Milford. I was in Mount Vernon. Yeah, which so pretty close. But I, yeah. I just, I don't know. There wasn't many guys my age really hunting. That not a lot of people from my high school hunted. No, growing same. up. Um, same. And I don't know. I saw Ross around, <clears> and I like you know we could only shoot one bird up until a couple of years ago, and like I'd shoot my opening day, and I'd be like, right. What do I do? I now? want to go turkey hunting, and so I was Why like, Hey, maybe that him? guy wants to shoot a turkey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's what yeah. I remember. I mean, it was it was a while ago now, though. Yeah, but yeah, just after college, I think. So where'd you guys go to school? Uh, I went to Lemoyne College in Syracuse, New York. I played baseball there, and then I got injured and transferred to Southern New Hampshire University and graduated there. Yeah, I went to SUNY Cobble Skill. Well, I started at Plymouth State, but left because hunting out there was a lot better. <laughs> it was a lot Wa- better. Waterfowl, yeah. And that's all I did until I started hunting with Brett. And then I got into deer hunting. So. Oh, shit. What, at, I know, I think you guys touched on going, was it film school? Or, like, when you, when did you start getting into, like, wanting to film your own hunts and, and and do all that. Brett was doing it well before I was. Yourself filming? Uh not a little bit, but um I was just kind of, we weren't really serious about it. We we're just messing around mostly. Yeah. Uh I remember like we started or I started the first the first recollection I have of filming was like maybe my senior year in high school or the summer after I graduated probably something like that my but me and my friend jay were we had this like hayfield that was way out in the middle of the woods and we used to like go up to it and there was like 15 or 20 deer that would come out during the summer and we thought it was the coolest thing because like you know we live in new hampshire never see deer so right. we'd like we'd go out every awesome. night and just, like, yeah, yeah we'd go out and watch these deer and we're like this is amazing and we're like oh let's film them so i grabbed like a handy cam from my dad and like i would just would just film the deer and we thought it was cool and then i guess the next year in new york my buddy Luke and I uh, started filming some stuff, uh, bow hunting, like in the suburbs of like Syracuse. <clears throat> and I think that was when I really thought it was cool because I've killed actually my first archery deer on video, which oh, was shit. interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and my buddy filmed me. It was like it was, we thought it was the coolest thing, and so we filmed you know that whole that whole fall, and then uh, you know it was kind of off and on from there on. We kind of did some stuff, didn't do some stuff. It was turkey hunts we filmed a lot of because yeah. they're like a lot. There's a lot more opportunity. And it's kind of easier to film. Right. And then I think obviously linked up with Ross and we did some filming. And then I think it was uh, uh, I I don't like editing. Yeah. Personally, <laughs> I just don't like it. I don't like sitting behind a computer for hours and hours. And that was like the thing I did not like. So I was like, I don't want to edit this footage, but like, what can we do with it if we don't edit it? Not really anything. So, um. I'd watched Midwest Whitetail, and I was like, well, this is pretty cool. At first, they were, you know, they grew and got better and better with their production, but at first, it was, wasn't great, but it got better, and to the point where I was like, I wouldn't mind doing that. 
And so I asked Ross, I'm like, hey, you want to apply to be on like their pro staff and film for Midwest Whitetail? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, well, we won't have to edit anything and it'll be out there and it'll be cool. So, yeah. We can just film it yeah, and, and dump it, it on yeah. some other loser yeah. <laughs> and be like, hey, polish this turd. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so uh, that's exactly what we did. We applied, we got accepted. And uh, the first year that we did it, um, the person who was editing, you know, the East show for Midwest Whitetail, which was everything, I think, east of, like, Ohio and north of maybe Maryland, Maryland and north, um, was John Lewis, and he was who edits all our stuff today, and he's, you know, involved with Just Hunt Club, and we've been, we go way back with him. So I remember he got, like, and I know the story after the fact, didn't know at the time, but he just was, like, kind of got pushed into this, like, role. He was out there interning at Midwest Whitetail, um, I think like in an agricultural intern, so he was going to go like he was like land, food a land yeah, management like intern. Yeah. So now so, he's just editing. Well, that's well, got and that's what the, happened to him. Yeah, at he just got, He's like all of a sudden, I was just dumped at a desk with a computer. Had never like, I mean, he's if you know John like prior to then it was like, like chicken pecking a keyboard. <laughs> I mean, I got it, boys. Don't yeah, worry about yeah, me. Yeah, and but he's really. Yeah. strung some stuff together yeah. over the years. Brett, I remember... Yeah, go ahead. What is the Oak Ridge production stuff? Oh, yeah, that was before that, too. That was part of one of the earlier things we did, Oak Ridge Outdoors. That was way back then. <laughs> he has, like, we DVDs. made a DVD, yeah. We he made a turkey DVD. Yeah, so... The, Do you so, have one? Oh, I got boxes of them. Dude, I want I'll give you a whole one? box of them. You can have, like, 100 DVDs. <laughs> we'll send so you a that's case. a funny story. Can you we, send me a DVD player with it? Because... <laughs> It's right. CDs. That'll work in the it's car. It's, yeah, same thing, right? Oh, yeah. Well, like we were talking about before. <laughs> She's got a DVD player. What are you talking about? That computer right there is going to no, DVD there you go. little... There. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, that was an earlier thing that we did. Actually, that was with uh, Tom Blaze and Great Northern Productions. And they, or Tom used to, he's out of Vermont. He actually lives in Montana now. But he used to produce all the Benoit videos. Oh, no So shit. that was kind of cool, yeah. So we worked with him. It was myself and I think Jeremy Valentine. And uh, who else was involved with that? I think it's us two mainly. A couple of the guys that Tom knew, but that was fun. But I mean, looking back now, that stuff was pretty garbage, pretty yeah. poor. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. fun though. We shot a bunch of turkeys, janky at best. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but uh, <laughs> you know, it was just it was fun. It was a first attempt, but that was even before any of this. But yeah, I remember John. Uh, you know, I got thrust into this position and. We were just starting. He was just starting, and so we were like, kind of worked together pretty closely. And we, when we, you first get there, like, is it an actual? When you say like, is it an actual place you go and they teach you how to film, or is it like? So we went. No, 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 no. <laughs> no it was like that's that. what the application was. I mean, we we just did our best and sent footage in, and they're like, yeah, it looks good. So see, let's over. see what you can do. And no, we were in New Hampshire and they're in Iowa. Those guys are, you know, the, yeah. we just sent the them a yeah, was, audition DVD. Yeah, that was pretty with like pretty highlights rough. of yo. Do you still have yeah. that? Yeah. Do you? Yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> I actually like it. I like it. It's kind of fun to look back at that stuff, but it's a little scary. But it's also yeah. way scary. But um, no, we, so I we worked with John because he really didn't really know anybody on the on the pro staff for the East, and we were like, you know, pretty hungry and wanted to get involved so way hungry we ended up uh doing really well and like working with him and we got like producers of the year for the e-show like for like three years in a row the first three years we did it which was kind of cool and we learned a lot i actually went to iowa a couple times and then they did have a film school yeah so i went like 
Did we go before or after? I can't remember. You the went the year. first year. It was before then, right? I can't remember. Anyway, we went out there, and I learned a lot um, from, like, Greg Clements and Aaron Warbritton. Those are the two guys that were there. Uh, what's his name? Drew. Yarkowski. Uh, Drew Yarkowski, yeah. Those guys, which have gone on in the industry. Like, Drew Yarkowski does a lot of the Heartland Bowhunter stuff, produces okay, yeah. some of their stuff, and Greg and Aaron are with the hunting public. So, Learned they a lot from them. They are the hunting public. They are the hunting public. Yeah, <laughs> good point. Yeah. Um, and so we got a lot better, and we're like, hey, we got to pro this up. <laughs> right, yeah. So we kind of did, and it, we got pretty good at it and, like, really took it seriously and enjoyed the challenge, the added challenge on top of just deer hunting and filming. And, uh, you know, kind of bounced around and a little bit from there, and then finally always had worked with John for the most part. And, um <clears throat> Yeah, now we're kind of doing like a year or two off in between. Yeah, a few, but I mean, we always kept in touch. Yes, I feel like you guys have your backs against the wall, like in New Hampshire. Like, if you're gonna film in the Northeast and try to get as many shots and as as many as many deer as people are in the Midwest, getting people. I mean, no, but it's it's good because people want to see it. No one can do it. Uh, Well, yeah. Well, that's that's my feeling about it. Right. I grew up here and I hunted in. Baker County, Illinois. I've hunted in New York. I've hunted like you get mm-hmm. to see deer and it's great and it's fun and it's a different pace, but you're always find yourself like c- coming this back is to home. New Hampshire and you know not seeing deer for three weeks at a time. I'm like this is awesome. I right. love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Or the the deer a day. You know. Yeah. Like it, yeah. If that. Yeah. This year was crazy. You know, yeah. We saw a lot of deer this year. This yeah we had a good year. A I mean, deer. but that's just. You never know. We could be having the best year ever and not see a deer for a month. Yeah. It's just how it goes. Mm-hmm. And we don't know when that's going to happen. So, yeah. It's just like... What happened after that was over with? What Midwest you... Whitetail? Yeah. Or, uh, what did we do after that? Um, we didn't do anything for, I think, a year. Yeah. And then we, we took did... a year off, and that was really strange. Because yeah. up until did that you guys point... Did film? Do you have footage? We did a little bit. A like, little we did bit. contribute a little bit to, like... Um, in pursuit 365 they were trying to do something and we did a little bit with them um that's jeremy valentine's i don't know what if they're doing much anymore but they used to do a lot um and then what did we do after that that was 2016 2017 we did, we worked with the whitetail factor so my yeah. good buddy joe bozing in kentucky who we met through midwest whitetail he was also on the east pro staff he started his own little thing and actually it didn't do bad um he just kind of got sick of all the BS involved because there is actually a lot of behind the scenes stuff that's just. You I know. know. Well, that, you uh, don't want to deal with that. That was but. my next question. <laughs> a like, lot. There's yeah. so much like you guys got projects going and you do this one this year and they everybody thinks like you're just gonna roll into the do it again and this is gonna be again. yeah yeah like how I know like so just hunt club that's a thing and I'm so confused about like I know there's other channels like that or like. How does it all go down in the industry? I don't know if that. I know that. Well, there's there's a, uh, you know, a, generally <laughs> it's a, it's, a, it's just like mother. this big mess. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Unfortunately, that's and so like, true. And <laughs> like, I just don't know is. where every once in a, every once in a while you kind of like get it all moving yeah. in the same direction. Is there a mother year. company? Like they're, no. they're not a company, but like there's like this. No, not really. So, um, you know, there's there's several different routes you can take. Um, like for Midwest Whitetail, that was a semi-live um, route. Obviously, very 
I want to say organized for the most part. They're pretty well compared to a lot of their stuff. They're really well Way, organized. Yeah, yeah. They, um, they were real sharp when we worked with them. Bunch of sponsors that you'd know of, obviously, and you know they produced their own content semi live. It went on their website, um, and that was the main driver. Everything was like to the website. They got a ton of traffic. Um, there's that. There's um, Midwest White also puts their stuff on YouTube, on Carbon TV, a bunch of different places. Now, but they then do. yeah, but before they didn't. Now that's kind of like another avenue is like all the digital platforms like Realtree 365, Masioko, Carbon TV, My Outdoor TV, Waypoint, all that stuff. So the you can go that channel. route. Hunt, yeah, there's a there's a bunch of them. Um, you can go on forever. Yeah, and then and then so that's kind of one realm, and then there's obviously TV, which is kind of dying. Yeah. Um, it costs like a hundred grand to to put a just series. Put a just on. you got to pay the network a hundred k to put a series on there, and so mm. for most people, that's like you can't. Right what are we gonna do? I mean, immediately out raise of the a, yeah, raise a hundred k and then right. production costs on top so of it. You, so you that's not happening. Put your money into this. The, whatever channel yeah and then sportsman channel outdoor channel that you get enough views or whatever to it's yeah sponsorship. so yeah sponsorship is what's gonna drive that and you know the network has obviously statistics on like how many views they get on yeah. whatever and so you could bring that to a sponsor and say hey i'm on i have a slot on the outdoor channel and we anticipate this many views and they figure out how much that's worth and who knows what it is but uh i don't even have cable yeah anymore. no i we i don't either i don't watch right. it Same. i don't know many people that do so yeah, yeah it, it kind of is dying and so we saw that and you know actually honestly bill winky saw that 10 years ago and started to go that way so he didn't yeah. really he since is kind of like out of it but um he was kind of the pioneer in the semi-live stuff but that's in the digital stuff but um that's kind of where it's going and then there's youtube which is like I think probably the best place to be right now, if, and that's why we're there. Yeah, um, we have 100% creative control of what we do. Um, we post when we want. We post what we want. We're in control of all of that. We don't have to wait for anybody or get is anybody's anybody approval. Like yeah, editing wise or approval wise. Yeah, like is there something? No. I mean, for YouTube? No, no, not for YouTube. I'm just saying, in gen like bef before this, it was an issue with like, yeah, we can't have that, or you did this, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so that like was, the Buck series, yeah. yeah, that was a big thing. That yeah, was there issue. was lots of back and forth before, and Can it wasn't you say like what the issue was or no. Oh, there was, there was not one. There was how many? A, a how, how long do you have? Can I talk yeah. about <laughs> element? Yeah, when, when uh, no, saw, I'm really serious. We saw Seabucks. We were just talking. We were talking about this earlier that it's like, it was why like the fuck why didn't that, that just roll into the next year yeah, where we, it's we like were, something that's driven for the northeast yeah. you know where well that's ooh. what we hoped would happen um you know <laughs> the difference between sea bucks and what we're doing now is you know budget one and then just semi-live current timely content catered or you know produced for youtube versus the highly produced stuff Not which we love don't get me wrong we love doing that it's just a different a little bit different style the content is a lot of the same stuff but it's just a different platform and you know shot and edited and produced in a different format but the the, the issue with seabucks is realtree just didn't i don't know if they didn't see the value or um you know it's a tough it was time right now it because was COVID's, of covid it was yeah. covid's fault yeah no, yeah. no, <laughs> no. That's no, really no. Like, you know, it's, it's but that's what they. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's. Just, I mean, everybody's saying they're hurting, but the hunting industry and the fishing industry is out of control. Yeah. During COVID, so I don't know what to say about that. So, I, I was on calls with those guys and with the high ups at Realtree, and, and 
They're like, we love the series. It's doing great, but we just can't do it this year for whatever any, reason. I don't know if it's any politics sense. or what, but I right. think there's some yeah. stuff going on That's what internally it is. there at there's Realtree too that they're struggling with. But it is what it is. So I, I'll be honest. Like I'm almost glad that it happened because now we no, can kind of do what we want. <clears throat> right. And you know, obviously the platform isn't as big, and it's, it's going to take us a while to get back to like that same level of like viewership. But I think what we're doing now is. Like what we're trying to do with the Just Hunt Club is like produce content that people in the Northeast can relate to and they can say, hey, that's like what I do rather <laughs> than like seeing some guy in the Midwest shooting a 180 inch buck over exactly. food over and over yeah. and over again. Yes. There's yeah. another thing that we touched on earlier. We were watching Just Hunt Club and it was with the guys doing waterfowl hunts yeah. and watching them hunt with hemlocks and spruces around them. Right. You yeah. know, it's, it's crazy. Like, you don't see that. No. no, you know it's it's always somebody in a cattail marsh in Louisiana. Yeah, or, or I was potholes in South Dakota. Exactly, yeah. like, I was gonna say and thousands though, like, and thousands of birds. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. right, right, right after, like watching sea bucks. Like I enjoyed it. I thought it was I thought it was fucking awesome. But yeah. like, when, thank you. When yeah, when it we, was. when you it was like just going through YouTube and like whatever algorithm popped up and it was yeah. uh, uh, whatever the next video was and. It was you guys in a tree, and you guys are bullshitting and joking, and like you show up to his house, and you guys are giving each other shit, and I'm like, this is a little bit different than yeah. what it what it was, and I was like, yeah, it's some something something's different. Yeah, but it's just I, the style. I mean, that's what yeah. we're like. I mean, you see, before I, we I started that, recording, yeah. that's just what, do you what like we're like. More? So, what's that? What does he like more? Yeah, what? Do you, that is a good question. What okay, do so you guys do. Seabox so, was prettier, and then uh, yeah, it's prettier. And like the voiceover, you had like the meat eater narrative thing going on, and then but those were, how, how was a, how was definitely enjoy the highly produced <laughs> stuff. You know, it's yeah. beautiful the drone shots, all this type of stuff. But then just hunt club, like watching you guys hunt over a tote road, and there's a giant glacier boulder there. Yeah, you know, yeah. and seeing you guys in your real element, like that's yeah, that's but what we do. Messing around in the truck, doing whatever. You guys are going to South Dakota, giving each other shit about driving hitting the rumble strip whatever yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if you have <laughs> never ridden in a truck with brett you have yeah. not lived he likes have everybody not, to be awake you don't know fear <laughs> <laughs> if you have not ridden in the truck with you better brett. get like three fucking seat belts <laughs> and a really good life insurance policy <laughs> if you're married or own anything but did you die <laughs> not That's yet real question <laughs> We've come close. So, yes, what I was saying is, I think that like that was the it's you can tell it's two totally different things, same kind of content. But I do enjoy live. I do enjoy or semi live. Yeah, just because you can kind of relate, and if you guys are giving tips and whatever, it's, it's nice to it's just nice to relate to because you can watch whatever you want on another channel. It's just not. The fucking same, it's, right? You can't. It's, it's a different deer. So you like the more raw stuff. You don't I like do. the prettier. I do. Well, it's but good to you hear. You like I the mean, more prettier drone shots. I like the, the current the, stuff. You know, it's it's nice to it's see. Different. It's nice to see the highly produced stuff. It's always nice to see. But at the same time, like I'm in the woods every day too. You know, yeah. I want to see what you guys are doing. Like, I want to see Ross's hands purple after <laughs> yeah. he kills the, after he kills the deer. I want to see his hands purple, and you know, I want to know what he's going through and know that that was two weeks ago rather than a year and two weeks ago. Right. You, you know, know, part of it is we just want to like show people actually who we are and what we do. Yeah. And that's, I mean, we don't really hold much. I mean, 
maybe a little bit no, back you because you, to, you know yeah. we but for the most part that's just we're being real and that's how we do it and we have a lot of fun and we give each other a hard time and it's all in good fun but that's what we do and how you know we give chris a hard time all the time heck of he takes a hard it time. well and it's fun and he's <laughs> if he keeps smiling <laughs> which he always does then i've seen him not i've seen it. him not smile yeah, a couple, couple times. times i've also seen him sleep in the tree <laughs> when when was i not smiling when i wouldn't give you your food when i wouldn't give you your snacks yeah, he's like, I brought them in, so I decide when you get them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm kinda, hungry, guy. Yeah, <laughs> he was starving. We were doing an all-day sit. He made me put his snacks in my pack, so I am the keeper of the snacks. <laughs> well, I have all the camera gear, so. <laughs> it's up to you whether or not you record. It's up to me whether or not you eat. <laughs> you guys know um, Ross shot that curly buck in the swamp on Seabucks? Yeah. So... We got dropped off by Brett and oh, Brett. I have never wanted to kill somebody so bad in my whole life <laughs> as I did that morning. So Brett, <laughs> Brett drops me off and then Brett continues up the logging road. Hold on. Them. Hold on. No, no, no. You're leaving out a crucial piece. He said, you got your camera bag? And you said, yep. He said, and you have I your said, stuff. <laughs> oh, you didn't have what, shit. Uh, hold, hold on. Chris, what? What? is your stuff when you're the camera All right, guy. This was like what is of- your stuff? What does your stuff entail? So don't, do not deviate from the question. Sounds like what snacks. What is your stuff? He had his snacks. No. Oh, he had his snacks. <laughs> he I? had his snacks. He, he had his other had pack. His he had all phone. of his extra clothes. He had a cell phone. He had his backup battery. He had a, and he had his glorified hand warmers. <laughs> what did you not have, Chris? The camera. <laughs> What else didn't you have? I have no clue. The camera arm, everything else that you were there to do your job. I was just like, oh, shit, it's in this truck. But honestly, it's your fault. And I, oh, no, Brett, no, no, no. iPhones have good cameras, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's yeah 130, 40 yards away. Yeah. Yeah, iPhone footage would have been mad. Oh, did I break that? No, you're good. All right, we're good. Oh, God. Yeah, so I was fully dressed. I'm like, you ready to go? He's like, where's the camera bag? I'm like, that's... I'm like, I look at him. I'm like, Chris, what? You didn't bring the camera bag? I'm like, you don't have the camera bag. He's like, no. And Dude, like, you... So, Brett said something like, oh, it's in here. Like, I'm telling you, it's your fault. I just don't remember. No. It's not <laughs> my fault. Chris. But we killed a deer that day. We got it done, so... Yeah. <laughs> With no camera? No, no we, so he drove back up I, the road. I, I, yeah, I was totally dressed, had my oh, like, that, that had my clean up. boots on. Yeah, he fucking like, ditched. He, I was, I, yeah, gone. I took off in my there. truck, met up with Brad. I'm like, where the, is the camera bag? And he's like, what? I'm like, where's Chris's camera bag? Give me the camera bag. Dude, it was like one of the one of the first times like filming for real, and I was scared. It's like I'm in oh, fucking no, it wasn't. I mean, you were like two and a half months camp. No snacks for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why you do you think I withhold snacks day. now? And the they Twinkie can't... stay in the truck. Yeah. You show me the camera. I'll no. <laughs> yeah. I definitely did not have Twinkies. No. Well, you but looked he, like he, you ate all the Twinkies that day, though. He did nail the footage that day. He did. Like, he did a real good job on but that. But was so. it a shooter? 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know why I said that. I think I was just excited. <laughs> Chris. Boom. Well, we'll, we'll was that a shooter? Out, yeah. Nope. The, just the killed Chris a spike. Does really <laughs> says nothing wrong with killing a spike. Does but really that wasn't what I was there for. Awkward things in like <laughs> high pressure situations. Very awkward. Ask weird questions. Oh, you? Yeah. Yeah. He, just, he starts. Yeah. He starts laughing. <laughs> yeah, dude. Honestly. <laughs> I don't know why. Sometimes I just laugh and I can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> Laughing when you're and like, dying in yeah, a tree, no. shaking. Yeah, like freaking 155-inch deer standing 15 yards. And I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I do it. And I'm at full draw like, what is wrong with this kid? What's <laughs> he laughing at? So like, funny. Trying oh, to get man. this done you here. You got no arrow. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it, well, it, it's fine. It I works. almost killed him. <laughs> So how long have you been tagging along with these guys then? Two years Two now, years. right? Yeah, feels about. like twenty. <laughs> I texted, I texted, or not texted. I messaged Brett on Instagram, and I was like, "Hey, like, I want to start filming hunts, something like that." And, you know, he, He's I'm like, sure he gets this. Kid? He gets that a lot, so it's like, you know, he said this before. If, you know, show me that you have some potential. Show me what you got, and. I'll so show I, you your snacks. I bought uh, <laughs> I bought a Sony cheap Sony camcorder uh, X70. Went out that spring with my buddy Braden and uh, did some turkey hunting. Filmed all that and then I sent him the footage and he was like, "All right, yeah, yeah you're a beast. So <laughs> we'll take you." Not well, really. No, but. but you know, it's like the thing with this is everybody, not everybody, but a lot of a lot of guys think they want to do this. What we do, um, and it. You know, they watch the finished you don't product. It do looks what really we do. fun, but yeah. like it's plain just, and simple. You don't want to do it. No, it's yeah. really like a unless job. you really like really want well, to do it. Um, it's that hundred to one, right? I mean, the the time put into what you actually get. Yeah, for finished oh, for product, sure. You know? Yeah, but it just takes so much, and people are like, you know, yeah. the the going gets tough, and man, I don't really want to do this anymore. Well, then so I started thinking, push like, through. I'm start filming right, and then I'm like, oh, well, I really don't even get to hunt that much anymore. So that's a, that's a big mm-hmm. thing too, but you know, there's there's things to take from it. You know, you get to learn how to film. You get to learn from these guys that you know oh, just, kill some big deer. Yeah, so that's the biggest thing right. right there. And the biggest thing for me was, if you know, if I keep my head in it, that this will grow and yeah, absolutely. I'll be in front of the camera at some point too. So I think that's why I stuck around. Well, and you know, you've put your time in for sure and shown commitment. And Chris is, I mean, really good with the camera. Has yeah. a really good eye. Like yeah, I, right. I, I don't know that anybody Wait. else that we in <laughs> yeah. all of Just Hunt Club is produces some of the stuff that he does. It's really unique, and he does a good job. So he's better than I am, and I've been doing it for yeah. six times as long. So you know, with a camera, legitimately, he, but, like yeah. he gets it. He has an eye. Like I'm more of like square peg, round hole, heavy hammer, like. <laughs> yeah. Just hammer it home. On film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, get it in frame. <laughs> yep, I'm on it. Like smoke them. I yeah. understand. Crush this. it. Yeah, <laughs> like that's that's kind of. But like Chris is really artistic and like has yeah. a totally different touch that, quite frankly, I personally don't have. And, and I learned that from watching Midwest Whitetail. Oh really? Yeah, I used to watch like every single episode. I've watched him kill Dennis in Ohio or <laughs> Iowa. Um, I don't know, 127 times. Well, Ross filmed that, so it came yeah. full circle. But stuff, I, I watched <laughs> I did okay stuff. back then. <laughs> <laughs> I watched all their stuff, and I just kind of paid attention. And it, I always had in my head, like, hey, like I'd really like to, to do this, but it just didn't come around until, really, till I messaged Brad. Well, you have to want it. 
Yeah. Like, that's the big thing. And a lot of guys want to you... do it for different reasons, but, like, Chris actually likes to produce really cool footage and, right. and content. That He doesn't just want to do it so that he's in front of the camera and or, like, you know, gets known or gets... Yeah. That's not why he's doing it. He genuinely is, like, artistic with it and likes... You know the, the creativity, so and that's kind of what it takes. A lot of guys think they want to do it and they try it, and it's like, ask yeah, you, I didn't record, I didn't film. And it's like that's fine. They've, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you want to do what we're doing, it definitely takes a level of commitment. We're always looking for guys that they are showing that commitment. It just it takes a lot. It's tough. You got to give up a ton of hunting time. It's, it's a miserable. lot of work. Yeah. It's a it's lot like of work. It, yeah. It's not filming hunts is really cool when. It's a done. big buck dies and like the season's over. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I mean, every single year, Brett will attest to this fact that I'm like freaking out come like mid October. I'm like, I haven't even shot a deer yet. Yeah. Like, I haven't, like, I feel like I haven't hunted, but like in the moment, like, whatever, it is what it is. Like, there was, there's been years that I feel like I spent probably 80% of my time behind the camera, mm-hmm. but there have been for times sure. for sure that Brett has done the same this year being one of them yeah. where like we just kind of trade back and forth. Like he's on a deer. Okay. Yeah. You, I'm you, behind the camera. Like you can't be worried about like, um, did I fill my tag or like no. you know, how much, if that's what you, it's just not for you. If you're trying no. to do it at the level we are, you have to be it's like more of like a team oriented thing like how how can we succeed and if that means that i'm behind a camera for a week straight that that's what that means and yeah. i have to be okay with that and i'm you know mm-hmm. most of the time you want to know we are you want to know what the worst thing is is there's so much footage that no one has ever seen right because every time we go in the woods you have to start right at the beginning and start filming that hunt because you don't know if it's going to happen right if I don't film enough, then we then we have a, a, a shit hunt There's when no he kills a buck. Do you know right. how many oh, hours of amazing cutaways I've filmed <laughs> <laughs> since 2013? <laughs> like, I can recollect specific cutaways that I've shot where, like, Brett's walking by a creek and I have his reflection in the lighting... At, Oh my god! And I never get to see it. Yeah, because there was no, just like, well, there was no end game, right? No. So it so that just goes away. Yeah, and I mean. You just it never sucks. know when it's going to happen. Well, so yeah, you the, the film. good like, thing you about can't Brett recreate it. it's it's part of playing a team, right? You know, I mean, it's not always that the left hurts. guard is going to make a great. It just really play, hurts, you know, not to see those. Where's amazing. your bathroom? <laughs> it, is that tree right out there yeah. through the snow pile? Just shit outside. No, no, We don't know this guy. He can go pee. Yeah, we just disowned him. I'll go outside. That's totally fine. Right, to that point, oh, yeah. though, one of the good things on. about what we're doing oh, now. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. What's that? Look at his footwear. Oh, shit. What Jeez. is that? Yeah, he's wearing <laughs> his boat shoes. Engine skins. One of the good things about Eric what we're Hansen, doing. Eric Hansen, real quick, if you're listening, make yeah. fun of his boat <laughs> shoes, please. <laughs> uh, when we're doing semi-live in like the YouTube format, a lot of that footage does make it out there. Instead yeah. of like, you know, the highly produced stuff. I mean, so much doesn't. I mean, we would have used so much more from so 2020 is when we're kind of done or did the uh, Just Hunt Club YouTube. 2019 is when we filmed Sea Bucks. So much more content got out there from 2020 that we filmed than 2019. So that's yeah. another benefit of like what we're doing now is like we can show the day to day more and like you know. The a reality of, of hunting up there is a lot of times nothing happens and we're just having fun. You get in a like tree an episode around. of a week, episode yeah. a week, 
and you're not going to see something die. Right. Right. I'm, yeah. that's, I'm fine that's with fact that, of the matter. Where, where, but that's the hunt. Where yeah. I, yeah. That's where what that's what makes the the yeah. final kill after a month worth of sure. nothing. Exactly. It's makes nice it to worth see something. that. Oh yeah. Being, you know, growing up here hunting here my whole life, it's nice to see that it's not like you don't see deer every single day. Right. And you can, you know, you get to see it just live happen. How right. many times have you And you don't pass 130s, you know. <laughs> right. <yeah. laughs> Well, I mean, these guys might. Yeah. Well, I mean, every day. Most I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time. How many times have you been like, all right, it's uh, October uh, 11th, you know, all those, every hunt morning, it's like all those. Every single time. If you don't do it, though, it's not a thing. Like Every single yeah. time. Yeah. You think, like, every day is the day. If you're in the woods, and you, you have to treat it like And you can see it in, like, the, the hunt I killed, Topsider, in this year. Like, yeah. I was just like. You're burnt I, out. I don't. You're I don't fucking, know what else yeah. to tell you. You're burnt out right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's cold. We're deer hunting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna stare down this tube, and that's gonna be that. Right. We. You might not see this. You may. I don't know. Yeah. But I'm tired. I've been here for five days straight. What do you guys mm-hmm. do? I want to tie this back into like, uh, before we get into some deer, uh, deer taxes and stuff. Um, manage time with family and manage time with work and manage time with to put it all together obviously you want to pick a week probably during the rut in november sometime and uh, you guys are going to dakotas or ohio and new york that's one of the biggest challenges for sure i mean there's no doubt there's so many you know it's a balancing act and i struggle with it for sure Everybody does, I think, and it's like we, we're spending more time doing this than we probably should. Balancing work, family life, this—it's um, a challenge. You just have to kind of get a feel for it, and you know we've been doing it long enough that we can figure it out pretty well. One of the things that I I think we've we've done really well with over the years is like identifying the times we like. I always look at something like, "Hey, should we go do this in the woods?" And it's like, "What's the benefit of that? Do we need to do it now?" Are we going to see right. a payoff from this action, this time away from family, away from work? And if the answer is no, then we just don't really do it. Like, for example, I love to shed hunt, but I don't shed hunt ever because I don't see any – like, the end goal is, is – I hate you know, shed hunting. <laughs> I, yeah, well, it's rough until you find one. That's awesome. If, if being home yeah. in February and March, you yeah. know, yeah. gets you a week in October or right. a week in November. Right, and, it, and I, I love to shed hunt and find antlers, but, like, I don't see – for the way we hunt, there's really no benefit to to us. There's no, you know, payoff for shed hunting. In 2019, um, it was slow in October. We went and filmed for Seabucks. We, you, both your families, we went to the yeah. fair. Right. Was, I mean, that's right. kind of the stuff that we, we do is, like, spend day. time with family if we can or get stuff taken care of around the house, um, you know, get stuff done at work. We have to manage our time and identify the times when it's actually worth our while to be in the woods. Um, and that's a huge one, and we've got pretty darn good at it, I would say. And it's, people think we hunt all the time; we really don't. We, we just like pick our spots hunt. and you know hunt effectively. That's that's a it's, big thing. I mean, I sucks. shouldn't say we we hunt a lot, <laughs> but not as much as people. It probably looks like we hunt. Right. It sucks. Right. Well, too you're filming. Like, you're filming your hunts too. Right. So I mean, people are going to see that you're filming your hunts. Yeah. They're going to think that you're out there more right. than you are. If you're successful at filming your hunts, you're going to get that. Right, that vision, that appearance. It's it's the hardest part too. Is I really like hunting, and oh, I yeah. and I really like being in the woods. Like I don't really care if it. I mean, it sucks when it's eighty, but like I don't know. It's just like 
I feel like I'm wasting my hunting season mm-hmm. by not being in the woods or like sitting in a tree. Oh, well, you got that but 90 like, days. Right. That's it. And so, I mean, God bless my wife. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she's an amazing woman as is Brett's wife. Like they tolerate us mm-hmm. and they still talk to us. So, yeah. Uh, thank Last you. I, I know. I know that yeah. juggling act. I guided waterfowl for 17 yeah. years. It's you know, tough. It's as a tough thing to be away and, from home kids yeah, wife exactly so like we've gotten okay we can tell when our wives are pissed <laughs> yeah we've gotten i mean we've pushed it you, to that point where we're like oh okay now you're mad right and you know what sorry i chocolates love you. and roses yeah. will bring it back <laughs> no it's it's like take take a day off or two mm-hmm, and not yeah. go be out there checking cameras and all that happy stuff luckily <laughs> Chris doesn't have anything like that. <laughs> what are you talking about? I have more children than you, the both of you combined. <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't know Somewhere. about Somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I am a I am me and myself and are that you is shooting it. Your shot? Hmm? Are you shooting your shot to all the all the women all, listening. All the hot chicks that listen uh, to this podcast. Right, right. Hot <laughs> underscore <laughs> camera man. <laughs> oh no, up. underscore camera underscore man underscore Chris. My name is Christopher Dame. Just look it up. And he, yeah. and no, I got snacks. I got and, and he Ro- has a hot camera. And Ross <laughs> has his snacks. <laughs> and you better be a snack. Ooh, already. <laughs> All right, this just took a twist. <laughs> what do you want to talk about again? Right. <laughs> um, so, how, Chris, how do you deal with your, like, how's your schedule work? You guys like in a group text and be like, "All right, we need to be here on this date, this date, this date." And how it's very soon organized is it? Yeah. And, and how, like, how soon? If you're dealing with camera work and you think it is, how soon does it? I try to make it organized. Um, I think you do. As soon as we know, as soon as we know. Well, yeah, that's different. We got to be here. Well, as soon as I can. I mean, I I'll text Chris like during the nine o'clock in the morning if something changes and I'm like looking at the weather and I look at the weather every single day during the season and I look at trail camera pictures one time a day. Oh no! Way more than, way more than that. dude. He's always s- looking at trail cam pictures. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. From, so, so from like the end of August until what January, Brett and I talk pretty much all day. Yeah, more or less. We are either <laughs> texting or messaging back. Like, yeah. like it's like okay, yep. I think, yep, okay, looked at the weather, and it's it's just screenshots back and forth and mm-hmm. pictures, and it's like, it's going down. Have you talked to Chris? Yeah, okay. All right, we got to... Well, we usually right. figure Who's out if I who? need to go film Ross, because, you know, Brett has something to do, then I'll go film Ross. Yeah. If, you know, if Ross has something to do, I'll go film Brett, and they can film each other, so they don't always need me. That's We're looking for, like, that fourth guy. We really need that. I think that'd be good. We're working on it. We have yeah. we have a young guy that's uh that showed some promise as of late and we're thinking about, you know, getting him into the mix. So sweet. Um, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, it'll be helpful and, and it's helpful in two full teams. Yeah. That's the biggest thing is to have two guys hunting at the same time. And I don't even care anymore if like 
I'm filming and Chris is hunting. That's fine. It's just kind of like who has the best opportunity yeah, okay, at the given time. Listen, no, re- you know listen a hunch is not worth going to. <laughs> okay. I, well, I just know he's going to be there. Okay. Well, give me proof. Give okay, me data. I just, give I me do, facts. I, do I don't say, believe on. Fe- I don't believe in feelings. Okay. I do, I do want to say if Brett just freaking listened to me this year, we probably would have killed my target buck on the November 15th. He walked Which under one? the stand. Wally. He walked right under the stand. Are you That's where we were 15th? Go- yes, dude. I was like, Isn't I, I want to hunt my mountain. Week? I don't remember that. Dude, yes, you do. You did Which you stand? Did. The In the funnel. And Near the scrape? Yes, dude. He walked Up on the top. right by it. Yeah, we're going to have to uh, fact check this, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <Hold> Facebook, <laughs> Facebook fact check just came through. <laughs> That's false. Are false you- information. <laughs> Chris, do you hunt around the same area where you grew up still? Like when you That's get the classified. <laughs> no, because all I'm saying is I think you and Nick might be hunting the same area because he's got a buck named Wally. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good point. Oh, and he God. lives tattooed on his lower lip. <laughs> yeah. but what a, I had a buck named Wally. You. I'm pretty sure he's right there. Wow. Let me yeah. see. He did. Did he just lay down? Yeah, he was going to lay down. He sees the camera, and then he walks back down oh, the ridge. Let me see that real quick. Dude, come on. What stand is that? No, it's in the funnel. That's not my wall. You weren't even going to hunt the funnel. <laughs> yes, you are going to hunt up at the top. <laughs> no, we weren't. That's not my wall. My wall is way bigger than my, that. My, my wall is 10 point. <laughs> that thing's got a double main beam. I, just, I saw that. The fact check came back is partially <laughs> true. <laughs> I, I was... I, I, Twitter you just deleted remember, his that's account. That's okay, but well, I felt very the other, <laughs> the other thing is, is you know, that time frame for anybody is excellent. Like the the 15th to maybe the 22nd, 23rd. So Pay attention. It's can, not the beginning of November, people. No, we haven't. I mean, it, that's good, too, but no, that's not when we focus no. on. So, that the, you know, that's, that's a good point. So it's kind of like when anybody has a... Has a buck they're trying to chase, and they're looking to kill him during the rut. Those seem to be the uh, the dates, the fifteenth, like twenty second, twenty third. So we're not surprised when we see trail camera pictures like that on those dates. Yeah. I guess is what it comes down to. Right well, next to the everybody, house. kill him. Like you said, is, I thought it was dead. if it's not the first or second week in Already. November, it's like that's the rut, and you'll see it still today. So pe- like, is the rut still going? I'm like. Is the rut still going? <laughs> yeah. Like Wait, there's, there's does that go. Are you talking about later? that in October? No, <laughs> it's well, going to be an early rut this year. I thought. <laughs> yeah, the moon phase says it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that was in. Hold on, we got to look at this big deer. Now I want to see it. Well, but like this was one. in. What? But like, like talking, what is the rut? Looks blurry. Is like if you're bit. hunting, yeah. like I got another one. I got another one that's just straight tops. Silent guy in the corner. Chris just brought up a good point. Actually, I think you messaged either me or Lance, and we were. It might have been the day that Nick shot his buck. His big buck. His big big buck. He was. (laughs) He's quickly, quick to correct us (laughs) from the corner. (laughs) But you were saying that there was. No, I was talking about Corso. Oh, oh. (laughs) (laughs) sorry. (laughs) Um. Bucks, younger bucks being like whenever the rut lands, if it's an early rut or late rut, but you know, whatever it is. Not a thing. Um, the younger bucks seem to be moving first before like. Oh, anything. for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't yeah, really, like right I around didn't, September 15th. Yeah. <laughs> <I didn't, laughs> yeah. Could be. Could be. Yeah. yeah. That's a, 
That's yeah. a booner. Yeah. I mean, um, that's how it always goes. The younger deer are going to start to where you live. act stupid <laughs> first, and then the older deer kind of follow. We see that every year. I mean, the, it's like, it's just, you know, one of the big, I think, mix, misconceptions is that the rut is different every year, but it, and it is different if the weather is drastically different. Perceived like, it's like 70, rut. yeah, it's 70 degrees in November. You're not going to see as much activity. Um, but... More or less, the rut's the same. It plays out the same every year. Ross, what? You've explained this to me before. I think it's actually it's a good point to bring up. Why is the rut? Photo period. Okay, and explain it. that. Explain that. No. Into the spring. <laughs> Similar thing. I've explain explained it. it to you enough. Yeah, but I want Similar you to Similar thing to duck migration, too. I'm not the one that exactly. needs to you know. know photo, photo period kicks it off. I, I, spent, I spent the rut hunt down in Jersey again this year. Saw rut behavior in 82-degree weather. It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. That doesn't chasing, matter. grunting. I, I heard the most craziest snort wheeze I've ever heard. You know, sounded like a dog barking you know, yep. just right in front of me. You, you know. might see more activity on a colder day during the peak of the rut, but... If it's it 80 matter. or so. They're, they're doing it anyway. It's the same time every year. Whether my or not you're seeing it mm-hmm. is a different story. My buddy's dad said the cold Where is that, what, you know, the weather's an influence. Yeah. It's going to pick it up a like little bit. It's hours. old timer. Or, or while you're on like, stand. Who was I talking you to? You get that, that nocturnal buck that's going to maybe show up. That was me. Yeah, it wasn't blood. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're gonna have to cut you this. Three day? different conversations going yeah. on. Sorry, all right, let's slow down. Let's get back on track. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a track. <laughs> let's get back to the schedule here. <laughs> let's get back to my schedule. <laughs> all right. So we were talking about photo period. I guess he doesn't about... want to explain it. So I'm gonna no. let you explain it. You brought it up. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, but dude, I'm gonna say this in like Come the on. dumbest no, no, no. way. All right, here <laughs> we go. I, I'm really excited. Yeah. No, all right, no, no, no. Brett will take over. Brett, you steamroll him all the time. I want to hear cameraman Chris. Okay. It's pretty what easy. Are, what is the photo period? All right, well, spring comes. No. What well, is, that's what, is, what could be this, part of Photo let's, period let's is the amount mind. of light in the day. Yep. Thank you. That's okay. what it is. But it also has to do with, in certain areas of the country, you know, spring comes sooner than others. Like, right. That's the timing of the rut. Right. Yes. So they, you know, those does need to be able to have those fawns in weather that's... Uh, Applicable, yeah, it's it's favorable for the doe survival, so yeah. they can't have them too early because it's too cold and there's no. Oh, so okay. Ross wants me to uh, steamroll. Steam right, this, this is this is actually what I thought give, of. I'm trying to give Chris a fair shot. This is this is kind of when he explained it to me. I was like, oh, that makes sense. When I was seeing turkey uh, pictures in the spring, I noticed that like in Iowa, they already have like full growth. It's wicked green. Like there's all these beautiful mm-hmm. colors. So it, it makes sense that, you know, their rut's going to be a little bit sooner than ours yep. because we're not getting that green till a little bit later in May, right? So, yep. I mean, I think it all makes sense, right? Is it? Yeah, so it's just timing of when those does hit the ground. If they hit the ground too early and it's too cold and those does and there's not green browse. We get snow well into right. April. Yeah, here. we get snow in April. They're not going to survive. The does don't, the nutritional uh, or the high-quality browse that you get during green up, um, which aids in milk production is not going to be there those fawns are going to struggle and be at a deficit it's just crazy how it all works if they're born later then they're going into the winter at a younger age and they're not going to do as well so there's a you know a window that those does need to drop their fawns in order for them to you know have optimal growth and health and and they survive so the rut timing is based on that it's so it could be different in it in you know 
from northern Maine to New Jersey to Ohio to wherever, um, that's there's no debate on the, that that happens at different times. But there's it happens the same time in each region every year based on the amount of daylight, the Third length week of the day. Of November for for a new for the Northeast, yeah, <laughs> for sure. I mean that's we've we did a little study or I did a little study and um, you know November nineteenth is the day the peak breeding in New Hampshire at least, um, and I would say that's probably true for most of New England, northern New England for sure. So New England November nineteenth. There's plenty of those bred, you know, late October. There's plenty of those bred November or uh, December, early December. But the peak of it all is November 19th. So, so if you could hunt from November. In either side of it, yeah. I would. What to what? Put that what 19th right or 23rd. Yeah, put it in the middle. That's right. And you're going to be in good shape. And that's when we've seen the most midday or like, you know, we. A lot if of these mature buck, all day, yeah, those are the days for sure. All day, you're maximizing your time in the woods because you know you can see or get a picture of a mature deer at like. And this is obviously if you're hunting mature deer. If you don't care, then whatever, just go then hunt. hunt deer you probably and yeah, enjoy it's hunt deer it. and have fun. But right. we're hunting most of the time mature deer. But we'll see, you know, plenty of activity from first light to like you know eight o'clock in the morning. But when we start seeing those bucks on their feet from like nine o'clock in the morning like 3 p.m it's like oh it's on and we see that from like the 15th to maybe the if we're 23rd. even getting are you seeing it on on, on <coughs> camera are you seeing it just both but mostly on camera because yeah. we you know you know how it is around here you can't yep. see anything it's sure. like you can right. see sure 30 yards but and you can only be in one to, place to that point when your trail cameras go dead that are over scrapes yeah it's on it's on right because yeah. they're just right yeah they those, don't those scrapes care go dead about late, scrapes. late october if you're like oh my god they shifted nope no. they're just not hitting yeah, your scrapes. they're just walking and right we've by thought it. we've thought that for a long time that it was like oh my god all of our bucks left we have no deer to hunt oh my god and then you go sit in the woods and it's like holy crap they're all here yeah mm-hmm. they're just running and because oh. they don't care they're yeah. they have one thing on their mind they don't care about scrapes i mean yeah, they'll sure. hit a scrape After if a it's rain, like literally in in their way. If it's and in they their have way. to walk through it, they're and they're probably not going to hit it. They're going to just walk right through it. They're going to put so their, their nose their on the licking branch right. and keep moving. Yeah. I want to tie this back into something I, I want to ask now, and then I want to tie this the scrapes back into it. Well, this is so much time. <laughs> <laughs> Starting now, if you were to go in the woods, and I we already touched on this, you guys, when we talked about trying to get time from family this is not the time that you guys spend in the woods but if you were to go in the woods now what would be informative to you and what would you be looking for to you know no this is the best time to get in the woods right now mm. i don't it's, think it's it is. one of them i don't it think depends it on the snow December cover 15th <laughs> it depends on oh. the snow oh right i think personally so but, before we go, I want to I want to just go through the season. So now, like from here on, it's gonna we're in what? When are we? February. February yeah, 3rd, February. Yeah. Rolling to spring. Sixth. And Sixth. Then, yeah. You know, and and so on. <laughs> I think it. You know, I think it has to do with where you're at, like with your pursuit of deer, a deer, and is it is a new area? Do you know the area? Last year. This time of year was very different for me than this year. Last year, I didn't have any bucks that I was excited to hunt this year. So I was looking for new areas. And I was yeah. walking, covering crazy ground, uh, walking new areas. This year, we have 
probably i mean we have a handful of bucks that are at the age and you know of the the size that we're really excited about and we already have enough information on them based on previous years and now it's kind of like just kind of get ready to figure those deer out so it's like you know micro scouting within the area we already know fine tweaking tuning. yeah fine tuning our mm-hmm. setups just doing that type of stuff that's what we're doing right now but if we weren't in that situation would be just i mean i i think i must have walked 100 miles last winter trying to find new spots and and uh and scouts so it really depends i will say where we're at there's a lot of snow that makes things really tough it makes the deer sign kind of irrelevant um that you 100%. see the, the current deer sign irrelevant, right. like tracks in the snow. Tracks in the ground. Yeah, that stuff whatever. is, I mean. If, if, you're, looking for rubs, if you're like, oh, they're bedding here. Yeah, that's yeah, not right. going to. Because they're in winter yard. Yeah. yeah, it's just a different right. different dynamic. I'll tell you, last weekend we were in the woods a fair amount. I walked, what did, we, must have, what did we walk on Saturday, four or five miles? Probably five, six. Five miles, and then I walked, I walked almost 10 miles on Saturday in areas that we hunted in October and November and had excellent action, and I didn't cut a single deer track. And I walked almost 10 miles in the areas that we hunted. We didn't see a single deer track. So if you're that. paying it, yeah, if you're paying attention <laughs> to deer tracks now um, and thinking that it's going to be a reflection of what's going to happen in October and November next year when you're trying to kill those deer, it's, that's just, it's <clears> useless. But what you can do is go in and look for rubs, you know, Terrain features, that type of stuff. That's Licking a good time branches. of year. Licking branches. You'll but see, even, but you, yeah. you have to be... Like the best really... time of year is between... De- whenever there is no snow cover between December 15th and green up. That's, to put it simply, that's the yeah. best time to be in the woods to scout for the following season, I would say. After the season and before green up. But yeah. if you have areas like, you know, your mountain where you have plenty of data... And yeah. you want to do your tweaks and stuff now. That snow stuff doesn't matter. You know no, exactly no, what's going matter. on. We so don't get in there after the for, yeah, We right. know that stand needs to be moved. Right. Based on one tree over. Yeah. Or we need a stand over here. Yeah. Or I'm so excited to sit that log and road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So am I. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be wintertime. Wild. I mean, a licking branch is kind of hard to tell. Right in the, it's just they can be, but if you're scouting a new piece, just there's no scrape on the ground because right. of snow or whatever. Yeah, new piece. You're yeah. looking for rubs, and how? I mean, you know, there's a buck in the area, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Like, nope. does get you excited? Does it? Rubs. Yeah, if you're just if there's a pile of them, sure. Yeah, I mean, that means the buck's probably yeah. spent a fair amount of time between you know when he shed his velvet and like you know late November. That's when the deer are really rubbing heavy though during those time frames so that could yeah that could tell you something i mean if a deer is rubbing a tree it's likely i mean there could be wholly non rubbing trees but i don't think a buck's out there thrashing 100 trees right now right, right. if you see rubs that was probably made when you can kill that deer for the most part could have been maybe you know september yeah. 7th or like yeah, december yeah. 20th but or more or less could be dead or it could be dead yeah. that's true <laughs> but more or less that's going to be a good time or so going to be a good spot to check out at least next year it could be junk or it could be good and that's the thing that i think a lot of people there's no like secret to this you just got to keep going out and pounding areas and like on to the next one on to the next one like just keep it's like a volume game right you got to yeah. keep checking spots and like we check a bunch of spots and try to and it's like this is worthless like this year it may be good next year it's not good this year you just got to keep going and going and going and that's what we do for you know the same thing where the trail cameras you run a pile of trail cameras but must have trail cameras 
You know, well, if, have if, to. if you want to, if you want to target bigger deer, mature deer, if you it's super helpful. Specific deer, yeah. yeah. Well, specific deer, deer like, yes. But that we, was something that I wanted to bring up was, you know, you guys are hunting big woods in New Hampshire. You know, it's it's not like it's big ag with a small woodlot or anything. No. You know, is there anything in particular when you're setting your trail cameras in big woods that, that you're looking to tuck into, that you're looking to set on? You know, is it tote roads? Is edges. it a brook? I mean, edges. Yeah, that no, that's that's the that's biggest it. thing. It's, I mean, it's trend. It's so I think I think the big thing is is looking for those edges. Those transitions, um, it could be a swamp edge, it could be a cut edge, it could be an edge between hardwoods and conifers. When you find those edges, that's a starting point to focus on. And then when you get there, you kind—I mean, it's different every spot. I mean, you can't. There's no like this. There's no secret to this. You just gotta go out and put the time in, and you know, hang a bazillion cameras, move a zillion cameras, walk at a zillion spots. How long will you let one soak before you move it? Too. That was that's something. Gonna be my point was. Like some of like where I killed Curly, for example, I left a camera there when I speed hunt, scouted, scunted, whatever, <laughs> yeah. you, whatever you want to call it. John Lewis, yeah, John coined Lewis. that term, yeah. scunted, scout, scout, scout hunt. I like scout. that. And it was the one year we didn't film. I just carried a rifle and walked, mm-hmm. and like I was scouting, but I'm an opportunistic kind of guy, so yeah. we weren't filming. So why not? But I hung a cat. I hung three cameras around that swamp and let them soak. Mm-hmm. And we do that. We've done that. We did that this year for like yeah. new areas. Yeah, we'll hang a camera over what appears to be a primary scrape or a funnel or a pinch, something like that, and just forget it's there until now, mm-hmm. and go and check it. If you have spots like that that you're like, okay, I just want to learn this spot. Or it's like a pinch or something like that. You just leave a camera, forget it, and then go get it. Use lithium batteries and a large card. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fresh good lithium batteries. Yeah, every year. Yep, that's it's, that. Gets Especially be... on a, a new spot too. It doesn't matter. And and not run a cell. It doesn't matter on Use a new spot that you want to just let soak. Whatever. Yeah, we don't run batteries. a ton of cells on the new spots. And the cells are more to like stay update up to date with the movement, the current movement. <clears throat> Something but that the, you know is there. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is and it's the it's kind of unfortunate, but most of the time in the big woods, it's a multi-year investment until you're going to kill a deer. It may take 2, 3, 4 years. Like that's just the way that it is. We've done it in one year, the first year, but that that's not, you know, that's the exception. So you have to get used to that fact that like, hey, this spot, you know, it's what February third, and we're gonna, I'm gonna, you know, some guys like I'm gonna scout this area in March. Well, that's great. Scout it in March. Run a camera next, you know, September through December, and then hunt it the following November potentially. So and you're keep, a year, two, a year and a half away from even thinking about hunting that spot. You have to keep really good records of weather and stuff like that too, mm-hmm. like. Oh, okay. Like every single cold front, this buck was all over the scrape. Every single cold front. Outside of the rut, the weather is critical. Paying attention to the weather. Every single cold front, this scrape is on fire in daylight, in the mornings Hmm. or in the evenings. Yeah, one of the things, we don't hunt a ton of silly early season mornings. Um, And I think if we just all we did was hunted, we'd probably would hunt a lot more, but we have to like pick and choose our spots, like we said before. 
but we've been paying attention a lot to those like early season. And when I say early season, it's September through like late October. Um, those cold front, high pressure mornings, and they're just they're really good. That's Silly. if you're gonna you know hunt a morning before October 25th. It's those you know. I, so so there's a graph on Weather Underground that we use, and I use it a lot for this. We use um, Onyx's weather on there a lot, but there's one graph um, when I think you do like the the extended forecast, and you'll it's see the 10 the, day. the ten day forecast. That's right. You'll see the the um, temperature line and then the pressure line, and when they look like they're going to collide at first light in the morning, that is a prime time to be hunting to be sitting no shit so i always look at that you can watch you can watch that (laughs) graph and obviously people that are watching can't see what i'm doing but like you know the lines are going like this up and down but then they come to a point where they go like this and looks like they're going to collide those are the times to be in the stand in the morning like we look for those and it's it's like it's like clockwork and pressure drops and temperature rises well the the temperature drops and the pressure rises okay so and and they coincide because that's kind of just what happens most of the time but it's clear high pressure uh, mornings when it's you know it's wild. 30 degrees on uh, september 29th and those are those bucks will stay on their feet you know an extra two hours in the morning so Ugh. that's the ones we really Helpful focus information on. and and so on those types you think of spots, so now you're, you're <laughs> we using just sent you down a rabbit hole you know your recent information on stuff like that now what's the difference between something like that where you know where a buck's been and your rut stand you know those are those are going to be stand is sitting rot right yeah. Right, based on last year's yeah. information, you're, you're looking a year a year oh, yeah. behind for sure. At, at a, yeah. Like, in, but in those Chris, bucks do what they do. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like, Chris, uh, <laughs> Chris alluded to it, but he's talking about a logging road. We had, we have been, you know, fine tuning this area for years, and we kind of, I think, found the final puzzle piece more or less. We <laughs> killed some good bucks and some great bucks actually in this area, but this is just another one. We're like, oh yeah, we kind of even more figured out, but. I'm excited right now if I can get time. We just had our third kid, so time you away did? from yeah, time away from the houses. Yeah, Thank you. Welcome is, to Crazy Town. Yeah, oh yeah, it's, <laughs> children. It's already Welcome there. Welcome to the Thunderdome. <laughs> <laughs> but I so if I can get away from out of the house, the first thing I'm gonna do is go hang a stand based on pictures we got this November, and I'm not gonna go back there till next November, and that's my plan. For next November, I know what it is He's right lying. now. Mm-hmm. We're gonna put cameras there. We'll pr- okay. We'll put and we're cameras leave there. The cameras there. Yeah. But we're not gonna check them. Right. It's just confidence building. You can go building. in. You can yeah. go in yeah. and check and look. And we'll check them on the way. Out. Well, because it you know, matter. just because something happened last year doesn't mean it's gonna happen the next year. That something could drastically change. The buck could die. You know, or yeah, well, yeah. or whatever could happen. That does happen. But most of the time, it's gonna be the same if nothing changes. Um, so I already know where I'm gonna be next year on November nineteenth. Right now, yeah. there's like there's zero. I just know where I'm gonna be. Dude, this spot is so beautiful. <laughs> I love it. Ross, Ross, and I took a trip up that logging road, and there wasn't any leaves on that freaking thing. Scrape, 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 oh, scrape. Really? How many did you guys count? Fifty-four or fifty-two? Fifty-four. Fifty-four scrapes on one log. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So you could it, on the way, and Chris was like, "There must be like." 25 30 scrapes on this i was like brother there's way more than that <laughs> like but yeah. like this this yeah. from it, my perspective from from my perspective they wouldn't be able to put these puzzle pieces together this is years of info of this like this is you know like where this logging road is is just above the crossing 
They got a bunch of cameras on that logging road, data of those bucks coming across. There's a cut there. You know, they have, you know, this particular buck that he's going to target this year, um, Chip. You know, he's yeah, Brett's it. going for Chip. I'm he's, going for Rona. You know, running this trail. It's, it's coming settled. up through the crossing, up to this logging road. Like, it's like so many. Like, they have a ton of cameras in there. Like, they're, it's taken years to do this. You don't do this sure. in one season. You don't. That no, was, but it's just that's what I want. Can I roll? I want to roll into this real quick. So, <clears throat> we covered the winter, the spring. We covered scouting a little bit. When you find, you throw, it looks like a good spot. You throw a camera up and you see something that you like. At what point do you like, this is a nice buck. So like camera configuration, trying to follow him, what he's doing, where he's living. And then, so it, everything switches. You have like spring, summer, and you have all summer long. I can have nice velvet buck yep. pictures and then you have maybe a week or two into bow season and all that shit changes yep so how do you f- you know either follow or figure out a target buck because it's going to be different well a lot of bucks so i don't know the percentage but the more i run cameras and and this is a, a huge point that i think people miss if you're running like and i don't it's fine if you are, but if you're running five to ten cameras in an area, you really are not. You're in. You're missing a lot. So you're you could think a lot if you're running forty. You're, yeah, you're, we're missing you're a only, ton. You're only catching less than one yeah. percent of movement. So if you think a buck has, uh, he's gone. He's not around anymore. He was Adam in velvet. He's completely gone. I would say more often than not, he's not. He's there somewhere pretty close. You just aren't doing a good enough job. Maybe because you don't have the time, maybe because you don't have the resources, which is totally understandable. Yeah. We run into that too, but you're probably not doing a good enough job of like finding that buck and where he is. We've found that a lot of these bucks really aren't shifting that far and moving that far away from their summer ranges. There's definitely a shift for sure, but they're probably closer than you think. That's what we've been finding. Do you remember me saying this to you? I don't know. Okay, clearly you don't remember anything. So. <laughs> no, I really don't. No, we don't enough. listen. When you yeah, carry on. no, but 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 a lot of these deer, but some shift. We have a prime example of this one buck we call Topher. He shifts two to three miles. We have his picture in the summer. It's more like four or five. Well, but. it's a long ways, but we get his picture in the summer into October. Then he leaves and he goes and he shows up in another spot we hunt. Um, so that definitely happens. For the rut. Right. But he makes his, it's a rut shift. Yep, and he's gone, and he doesn't come back to that spot, or at least he didn't this year. So every buck is different is the number one thing, but I think that a lot of these deer don't really shift that much. There's, there's slight shifts, and you just are slow to realize it and to react and to shift cameras. So that's and that's how we hunt is we run a lot of cameras because we're targeting particular bucks. We're trying to learn about their personalities, about what they do. Um but in, so that's the big in, thing is, is in doing so we learn a lot about other deer. Right. Sure, yeah. In, incidentally, we yeah. find and learn about other deer, which is helpful so. down the road because that's Wildly when you start helpful. to build the, like, <laughs> their the, their shift is into yeah. the previous bucks range. Well, and, and just hey, he, this is a nice two year old or three year old, and it's like okay, yeah, we know that buck. We don't really pay much attention to him, but we have the pictures and oh. That's a nice four-year-old. Oh, that's that deer. Okay, great. We've walked him for a year, and then it's like, oh, he's, oh, he's five, he's six, October he's a holy 23rd. smokes, he's a big deer, and we have three or four years yeah, of history exactly on this deer, and we, we can expect it. 
but that took three or four years to get to the point where we know what this year's deer is going to do more or less. We don't have them like we can't go out and kill them any day we want, but we have a good plan to hunt them. So that's that's the thing. It just is a multi-year thing, a lot of these bucks. Um, and I think from summer to fall, some of them have huge shifts, don't get me wrong, but a lot of these bucks don't. And that's one thing to realize. You may be like, okay, I'm getting this picture and around this. Velvet cl- shift specifically. Well, yeah. And, and some some have like a shift right when they ship like they shed velvet some have a shift like on october 1st it's like they shift at different times every buck is different so you have to realize that but if you have a buck you're after you got him all velvet and he's gone it's like okay well i got him around this clear cut so that was probably maybe he was in there because there's a good summer browse but there's a swamp a mile to the north there's whatever to the like you start to kind of like bridge out and and okay i'm gonna look north because it looks like he may have went north so go north a mile and run five cameras in there for two or three weeks nothing it's like oh he's not there and it's like we always like to keep a camera kind of at home base where we had him in case he comes back because they will come back often like they'll disappear for a month and hey they're back they always come home yeah they come home (laughs) a lot of the time they really do well this is my this is my biggest issue is i've asked like many of people and i i don't think they don't hunt the same woods that you guys hunt and i like to hunt so it's like oh well i don't know i don't know there's no answer but this makes sense I just need to better do a better job of like running more cameras because you'd, I, you'd it, the exact same thing all summer long. You'd have it down to like a science. They'd come through two, three times a week, maybe. How many cameras do you have right now? Um, eight, maybe ten. But I, that's I a ju- good point, though. Chris. I just I mean, started running trail cameras. Yeah. So I mean, not not trail cameras, cell cameras, but my. Like, my biggest thing was, like, I, it's all through the summer, and then all of a sudden, like, when you said when a velvet goes, it's just gone. And so another thing is I had a buck that I was chasing early season. I almost killed him opening night. I haven't got a picture. I had him all summer. I had him last year. I had him the year before. I haven't got a picture of that deer since, like, October 10th. I don't know where he is. So he just left. He's dead. He could be dead. He could be. He could be. I, I mean, I, I haven't seen that he's been killed. I think I would have heard about it. Ooh. But, like, I don't. Antler. Antler. <laughs> My son named that one. The buck from opening night. Great you name. filmed. Oh. Yeah. yeah. He has antlers. Original. We named him Antler. But, like, that's a. And he's a good buck. But, like, I don't know where that deer went. And I I have no clue. So, that, yeah. that does happen. It's not like every single one we want to stay on, we do. It's no. not the case. Yeah, yeah. We just have, like, most of the time, five to ten different bucks we're monitoring. And out of those five to ten different bucks, we're going to have a handful of them that are we stay on through the whole year, and they're predictable. The easiest bucks to kill are the bucks that are what I call like homebody. Not me, but you hear it a lot. Homebody bucks. They stay in the same area in the summer, during October, during the rut, late season. They're more or less in the same area. They may Mm -hmm. shift around a little bit, but they're going to stay in that same area. Those are the bucks that I like to target. I'm like pumped when I get a buck that I'm like, man, he just he's burning that area out because I know. He's probably going to be there next year. He's going to be predictable, and I have a chance to kill him. The bucks that are shifting, you know, have huge shifts and they're unpredictable. They do different things every year. That's a crapshoot. If you kill him, great. But Joe, Jim Bob from five miles up the road, sitting on a stump, has just as good a chance yeah. at killing him as you do. So you have to realize, like, you have to be realistic about it. But we try to find those bucks that, oh, for three years in a row, he's done this. Okay, that's a buck we're going to focus on. 
and Frank. when you can sorry yeah sorry to peel that scab open <laughs> yeah but but that's that's kind of like what we look for and sometimes there may be way bigger deer but they're totally random we can't figure anything out and we're gonna still try to find those deer right. but i mean we don't have high hopes it's those homebody bucks that are predictable they're in the same area they don't sh- have huge shifts those are the ones you're gonna kill if and you're gonna target a specific buck in 2018 that deer i killed that good buck I killed, mm-hmm. I killed him, like right in that right in that area where I was getting all those summer pictures. He was right there. I'm not he saying he didn't. Back. I'm not saying he didn't leave. He cruised, you know, yeah. and he left that area. But he always, he's always in that general location. So that's so it's proof that you know those deer. He grew up there in the summer. He stayed there in the summer, and he 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 rotted there too. That's proof. Those are the ones you want to focus on. Now, when the they leave, bodies. is there something specific you look for? Or are you just like, you know, throwing darts at the map, you know? And, no, it's, and it's, saying, it's, it's this, not. This looks, this looks promising. I'm going to throw darts at the map and maybe we catch them here. Well, you look and you're like, hey, I'm yeah. on, I'm, he, he summered on the south end of this like mountain range. Well, and you look and you're like, hey, that's fine. He could get real far north in like, you know, an hour if he just ran that spine. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, maybe maybe move two miles north on that on that spine and run some cameras there. Like, hey, if he dropped down in this like bowl a mile to the east in the swamp, he'd get there real quick. That he may be down there. You know, maybe run some cameras there. But if you if you do that and he's not there, it's like you can't chase a specific buck over a yeah. hundred thousand acres in ten it's just you it's needle and haystack. At that Chris, point. So if he's not right, and it goes back to the same point. If, if that buck is two miles north or a mile east in the bottom, he's the type of buck we're talking about. Right. He's in that area. He's He hasn't shifted much. But if he isn't and he's gone six miles northwest, forget about him. You're not going to kill that sure. buck unless you get lucky. So, so, so we kind of just write history. him off. You're, you're using history yeah. as much as you can, you know, year yeah. in, year out, same yeah. time of the year. Chasing I'd say 90% of the time. It's yeah, history. and that's why we like to chase that's old bucks I... because we have a lot of it. They get yeah. easier right. as yeah. they get older, oh, and we right. have, oh, hey, yeah. three-year-old information, four-year-old, five-year-old, six-year-old. It's like, holy, you know, this buck like, is, like, really falling into a uh, a routine and a pattern. That's why we like to hunt the old ones. days a year, he's yeah. there. What are you going to say, Ross? I was going to say, how long does it take you to walk a mile? Not very asking me that. Well, Chris is legs. probably a slower than twenty minutes. I am yeah. not slow, dude. So, like, no, you're not. You wait till the season. I'm freaking up. ready to go. Chris used to be shaped like a pear, and he is no longer shaped <laughs> like a pear. I heard this pear word before. Yeah, what yeah. is the pear? Yeah. He has no shoulders and a big waist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it though. Hey. Well, uh, oh, he's, he's he's got better. Listen, he's listen, got better. he formerly had a big waist. He lost the spare tire. He looks great now. Single ladies. Hit him up. Yeah. <laughs> I've lost forty pounds since last April. Yeah, have you really? Yeah, well, if, you, if you torment him hard him. enough, you know you get That's good the results. Opposite of the coronavirus snacks, yeah. right there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we said we said. Listen, if you want to do this, team, then you're gonna <laughs> lose the weight. <laughs> you gotta keep up, brother. <laughs> no, really though, we were like hiking the mountain. I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> Brett's like, like I just want you to know, you look like real unhealthy. <laughs> <laughs> I think we were driving to South Dakota. He's like, dude, I was, um, I was scared for you. <laughs> like, I wasn't that fat, dude. He, he wasn't, but like, I mean, for the style of hunting that we do, and like, you may or may not get this from this podcast, but we're relatively intense individuals when yeah. we're in the woods, especially. Yeah. Like, right. We're intense. We, 
this is what we do. We move and we call shots and we execute it. If we don't, we, we pull out and regroup and do it again. Like it's no nonsense. We have a plan and that's what we do. Yeah. We have a program and it works sometimes. <laughs> Which sometimes. is better than no yeah. terms. Can I mean, I, like uh, it's what it is. Like that's what we do. So like when I mean we gave Chris kind of a hard time because because he can keep up. We know he can. He had, he just needed to get there. And so that's why we berated him incessantly. <laughs> incessantly. Like, let's go. We move. What like we do it? 20 yeah. pounds of it was because my ex-girlfriend broke up with me. But then, I lost, <laughs> then I lost another 20 on my own. Good. Oh, hey, can we, can we go back? Can we go back real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Um, so, like he Never was mind. saying, go those you know the those deer that stay in that you know summer pattern in that one area, they stay in their home base you know during the rut. There's also cases like this year, Brett, where I had this buck Wally. I have three years of data on him, and in the summers he was in the same area where um, any I killed any, which was the buck in 2018. Um, and this year he like disappeared. He's he's either seven and a half or eight and a half this year. It's kind of a little hard to tell. I couldn't tell if he was four or five back in 2017. So he's one or the other. But he's yeah, like he was telling me what to do. Area. He's like, dude, go put camera. Dude, I ran cameras like, and I didn't have many cameras. I'm working on getting more. I'm gonna buy ten more cell cams this this spring. Um, but I spread them out and like I just couldn't get them figured out. I don't know what happened. Well, that's know. like back to my point. There's no like there's no secret he did they're, his thing they I don't know they're individuals did, and they're gonna i mean they could do the same thing for five years and then just f off and yeah. go like go that change. happens mm-hmm. that happens and it yeah. happens often it sucks, but it's yeah. like we have to try to find the ones that were that doesn't happen to right i mean that happened to me it happens to me all the time like it's it's not but it's like i said it's a numbers game it's try to find as many good bucks as you can in as many spots spend as many time and then as much time as you can and then develop stories and history with as many bucks as you can and then finally one of them's going to come out as like it's super predictable and it's like going to happen like it, it yeah it just comes around so i mean like for example the buck i'm kind of banking on to hunt in 2021 chip he could die this winter yeah yeah and then yeah, and then all that i mean what have we had him since 2008 17 18 i don't know four Long years time. i think two three four, i don't know whatever Dude, four don't years say that. No, he but he was, could. Well, he yeah, but if he could. does, I'm he quitting. He was three when Topside was done with him. He's a year old so and Topside. Yeah, whatever. Hey, can you, can you knock on wood and yeah, you? Yeah, for you all. What's Chip? going on right just, now? Just, uh, I mean, it's, I'm not believing that stuff. <laughs> he's he's going to be alive or he's going to hey, be dead. Well, right. Very hey, that's here's, the truth. And here's the other thing that people, like, you know, when you start to get into this, like, game of, like, chasing one buck, you got to realize... 90% of the time, they're going to die or someone else is going to shoot him. Yeah. <laughs> and he's your not heart, your buck. Your like, heart. he just isn't. Like, you got to get broken. Yeah, well, over and over and I, over again. And then one of these times, it. you're going <laughs> to kill he's, him and it's all going to be great. He's not your buck to start with. No, he's Bro, right? not your buck. You got to figure it all out. Yeah. I mean, a very, you got to get lucky. A very good friend of mine killed a buck that I had been trying to kill for four years. Oh. His, Did you first, his first buck. That no, he ever killed. I put killed. him in that spot. And I put him in that <laughs> spot. Yeah. And I knew there was a chance he could kill that buck. Yeah. It's not my deer. 
And no. he, he was like really nervous to tell me that he shot that deer. And he I was texted like, me he, first. He, texted, <laughs> he, texted, he was uh, like, hey, man, is this English? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, man. He's like, whoa, I don't know. I'm like, well, what uh, did is he put I you there. Yeah. Yeah. And like I, he told me, he's like, if I see English, what am I doing? And I was like, shoot him. Like, I don't care. He's not my deer. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Like, right. I, I you just have to be like, ah, it, well, like, good for that, Hunter. Okay, next, yeah. next one. Next yeah. one. That's saw, what it is. My target buck got shot, and I saw it on New Hampshire Facebook. New Hampshire yeah. deer hunting Facebook. Is that three-year-old? He messaged, I, I messaged the guy and said, you know, were you hunting in the general area? Yeah. He came in from a different road. Yeah. The buck, you know, he ended up only like 100 yards away from my stand. Oh, really? Just walked in on a day hunt because he saw too many trucks on the road where he was normally hunting. And he yep. walked into a different spot that he knew was public access. Yeah, can people stop doing that? <laughs> <laughs> but okay, listen. You know, but there's that's not still, snow it, on the it ground. Wasn't, it wasn't my buck. He was on public. No, land. he's you not. Know, that, no, he was on unposted land. The guy so shot. These are wild animals. They're not tent. our bucks. So we can snow. Giant was there snow on no, the ground? No, yeah, no snow. Stop, please. <laughs> no snow. And so, he, he shot it within 100 yards of my stand. You know that three-year-old that I passed in sea bucks that was yeah really larger than Curly was. The day before I passed him, he's like a hundred and thirty inch nine. He's dead. I saw him dead on like a week and a half later. Like whatever. Yeah. He did. He a hundred percent would have been dead had I Hold shot on. him. I don't really care. That's a chance. I'm you sure cut that. that out. Time out. You gotta cut that out. What? Yeah, you gotta okay. cut that one out. We'll explain later. Whoop! Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Start it over. Lance. No, I, yeah. I, I just spiked the audio. No, it was we'll good, though. Me. That was a good point. Yeah. Just back so, up. Just leave that part out. <coughs> saw it so, on social media. <laughs> there yeah. you go. So I saw on social media that that buck was dead. And, like, whatever. It's not my deer. And I can promise you he would have been dead had I shot him. But he never would have had a chance had I not. That's the risk you take. I don't know. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, you Whatever. passed a beautiful buck that, like, you know, ninety nine percent of hunters in New Hampshire would be pumped to take. I would have been pumped to take him, but yeah. it wasn't the buck that I was there to kill. Right. I had a vendetta with Curly, and that's that. Like, so I wanted so, to kill him. Yeah, that's what you did, and and it worked out for you, but also worked out for the other hunter. That was killed it a shooter? A few, <laughs> a few miles away. Was that the one? Yeah. yeah, Curly was the shooter. I think you told me that story. Yeah. Was he? He was asking you. Is yeah. he a shooter? And he and he. No, like, no, no, no. After I shot, he already shot. Oh, I thought it was like it was his, boom, smoke. And then you said, "Was it a, a shooter?" shooter. <laughs> and I go, oh, "That was Curly." Boy, <laughs> I was like, "Were you? <laughs> were you Shut here, up, Chris?" The same day he forgot the camera gear. Not saying he wasn't off his game, but are we good? <laughs> we good? Um, I want to touch on <laughs> camera like uh, configuration. If you find a buck, I, we kind of touched this on the, on this already. But if you find a buck, you get a, just a home camera that you set out on a edge. A buck walks by, and you're like, "Oh shit, I like it. Let's go. Let's pursue it." What are your like camera setups other than just throwing them out there in the woods to try to catch? Think to small see, and think big to to see where he's exiting and. That's a good, my, a good assumption or a good uh, summary right there. My biggest problem for the first, I mean, I really haven't been deer hunting that long yeah. in, in the great perspective of things. 
2012 was like my first real year taking deer hunting overly serious. Yeah. Um, prior to that, it was take a gun in the woods maybe once, twice a year and take a nap on it next to a tree <laughs> mm-hmm. on the ground. Like that was my deer hunting. I was a waterfowl hunter. But for the first probably five years, and I'm guilty of it still to this day as I think too small. So I wind up cornering myself and being like oh i got this picture here i need to blanket camera 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 yeah camera. like legitimately <clears throat> like no. i'll do cameras every and like, that's not necessarily a bad it's thing. not a bad thing but, but you also have to look big picture you have to i mean a mile two miles really yeah. two miles like radius not diameter dude you just need to find yourself a piece where there's nobody that it's so I, it's so it's hard to get even, into that you don't no. even want to go into it. That's what I and then that's start working point. on it. That's, that's a good point. I mean, that's the that's what I hunt. It's not only that when you, you get like think big eighty percent way there of the way in there, you're like, what am I doing? Like, why am I doing this? Then you when, know you've lost most of the guys. Right. And if you, Do you think have shooters? I can't get this deer out of here, yeah, yeah, leave, keep going. <laughs> That's why I'm asking questions. You don't. You, <laughs> in the moment you think to yourself, how am I going to get this deer out of here? Yeah. You know. Other guys have stopped. Yeah. Go a little bit further. Keep on going. And it sucks. And it's not fun when you shoot a deer in a place like that. And cell cams are huge, dude, because when you're in those big woods, those deer, they're not used to your human scent. So, like, you yeah, don't want to be in and out of there. So, cell cams are like, yeah. dude, cell cams are huge. It allows you, you don't have to go in there. Saves and you time, saves you pressure. That's that's where forgetting about cameras comes in huge. It's because just, uh, historical data, those bucks, like, for example, this buck we call Topher, he, he's the one that ranges like four miles from one mountain to another and comes there for the rut. He did the same thing this year. Yeah. And, like, he's going to do it again next year. Here we hope. Know. If he's alive, he'll do it again next year. That's, they're going to, like, these bucks that have a schedule, that's what the F they do. I guess we need to start running some more cameras. Well, Not that's a good burden amount. It depends. I, I mean, it depends what you're trying to do. Just kind of choking in, you know, like. And that can got work. A, got, a, got a shot of a big buck in a spot, and I want to find out, like, how he's moving through these logging roads or how he's moving around the tip of this swamp or whatever, and I'll litter 10 cameras in a small area. I'm not That's a great I'm, way to find out where he's moving through that particular area and that could be super helpful. But like Ross says there's that and then there's like the large scale. And we've started to put the two together a lot lately. Mm. And it's just very telling and it, it gives you like a comprehensive like season long plan of how to hunt a particular deer. But the, the the number of cameras is a, is really I think to put things in perspective, I think Ross and I are running over 70 cameras. Jesus. So that's like, but that's, I, I just want people to realize that. To to do what we're doing, that's kind of where we're at. And if we've accumulated them between the two of us over years and years and years, I think. Extensively. What do you think of, that is as far as like cameras per animal? Like if, if you're specifically hunting depends. one deer, are you running? Super depends. Are you yeah. running like 15 cameras How on one you deer? Want that one? Sure, <laughs> sure. Right. Sure. I mean, like, if, if it's like, like that's, if it's him or nothing, I'm putting like, like. 40. All the you know thirty cameras in there. Okay. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I've seen yeah. I've seen Brett like so. Brett's a little bit more tunnel vision than I am, with that respect. Like 
I really like hunting mature deer. I like hunting old, like, gross-looking, just <laughs> whatever. I don't care. Gross. Brett, like, like Curly, for example, like, he's just a trash six-point, but he was six and a half years old. Like... I don't know about trash, but I know what you mean. Listen, he's I mean, a hundred and ten inch, six and a half year old buck that lived in a swamp his whole life. The he was a big deer, and I'm thrilled to kill him. But like Brett, when he finds a deer he wants to kill, I've seen him lose his mind to the point of you're wearing rubber gloves. We're going in in the rain. Mm-hmm. I've already pulled twenty cameras out of this area, like. You're going in clean with cleaner than clean, and we're going to carpet bomb this son of a gun. Yeah. And that's because I'm going to figure him out, and I'm going to kill him. Sure. So that's kind of. Sometimes it works, and, and sometimes, sometimes yeah. someone else kills him, or you don't get him. Right. Or you just, that's what that's what happened to me this year is I, yeah. put, I put 15 cameras in. That general area. You go all in. I had him. You well, know, I knew where yeah. he was at. And not that. And here's I was the waiting thing: waiting on weather. It may take yeah. us forty or fifty or twenty or whatever cameras to find to figure it out. That's not to say if you had five cameras or four cameras, you couldn't figure out the same thing if you put them in those same place. Because realistically, we have twenty or thirty cameras in the woods on a specific buck. There may be four or five cameras that like are meaningful. And the rest are like random. We can't make any sense of when we get this buck's picture. But there's four cameras that can, you know, consistently he's coming through there. Well, you could put your cameras at those your four cameras if you only have four in that same area and achieve the same thing. There's just less of a chance of you doing that unless mm-hmm. you know, you know, you're really identifying these areas and, and have a good feel for it. So it's not to s- discourage people that that are running save, less cameras or aren't running cameras at all. Save but, your pictures of deers. Of the deer that you get. Deers. I, no. I, <laughs> yeah, that was, Cut it out. Yeah. Edit. Um, <laughs> slip up. No, but like, save save those pictures of those insignificant two-year-olds and three-year-olds that you're like, yeah, yeah whatever. I just, mm-hmm. Because two years down the line, that buck's going to come back. Yeah. And you're going to be like, who the heck are you, man? Right. And yeah. You, oh, I have... That I got to a, us every year. I got a cool one this yeah. year. We called him Edward Sixer Buck. Like yeah. just a long ass six six point, just like right. came way out. And and it's like he's gonna do something if he doesn't get killed. I I have pictures of a bu- I had pictures of a buck in 2012, my first serious year, that I didn't wind up finding. I thought he was just like a one time deal, and I wound up finding him back in 2015, and he was a four year old in 2012. So whatever he was like seven eight at that point right and like holy crap like he was a mile away now i have all this data he's gonna go through here in the rut like maybe brett could touch on the fact that like out in the midwest when deer are reaching their full potential uh rather like here it's a little bit different yeah it's a good point i've seen a lot of people talk about this lately you know, I think the conception is that, like... Are you going to hurt Nick's feeling over there if you're going to say something about shooting small deer? No. No, I don't no. care. I mean, if no, you no, want to no. shoot a small deer or any deer, shoot it. Like if Kill that's, deer. That's a great... I mean, that's a good that. point, and I just... I like to touch on this any 
time I have the opportunity to, if you just want to kill deer, kill deer. If you just want to kill whatever walks by, kill whatever walks by. If you just want to kill because you, like you want to shoot, venison? you like eating venison, whatever, do that. There's nothing wrong with that. Every, I, listen, yeah, very any guilty. chance I get to shoot a doe and I have a, a tag to do so, I will do it. That's why I hunt Jersey in an unlimited doze zone. That's that's why we go to New York. I like Jersey. There's nothing wrong with that. Everybody does this for a different reason. And we all should respect, you know, your fellow hunter's reason for doing it. Whether it's you want to kill the oldest, most giant buck in the woods, or you just want to fill your freezer, or you want to shoot, whatever. Everybody does it for a different reason. So we all, we definitely support any way you want to do it. Like I we've all went through that stage and some people don't grow go through the same stages and some people have like for, i'm a weird i guess example of like a hunter because i didn't my parents didn't like i didn't grow up in a hunting family same. so like i did it in my own way no i did it in my own way so like i, I went from like shooting whatever to hunting like the oldest buck in the woods like extremely quickly it didn't make any sense like i've killed like three year and a half real bucks in my life and then all of a sudden i was hunting like the oldest buck in the woods so that's not a normal Same. thing for people that's <laughs> no. not a normal progression not. no it isn't it, no, that, it, at all like that's usually a 15 years exactly and yeah. i've probably killed less deer than you guys have in my life realistically because i killed a fair amount of deer like for two or three four or five years when i first started deer hunting and then i like shut it off shut it off and started hunting old deer so like my goal i don't have i don't have the same experience as other people and i just like the challenge (laughs) (laughs) the guy in the corner came in with a nice chirp (laughs) no but but that's an important thing because we're talking all about this and this is what we do specifically but that doesn't mean that that's the way other people should do it or should have to do it it. make stopping through the woods yeah do it enjoy it and do it how you want that's that's the thing as long as you're enjoying what you're doing and you're you know you're you're happy with your experience and your result then we enjoy being Great. miserable, yeah, not shooting deer, and then filming it. Yeah, and that's we what enjoy we enjoy the challenge. It's just a like, different thing, and there's it, nothing wrong with any other way that anybody else does it. And that's it a, that's an important point. <laughs> but I think. But when it comes together, it's so beautiful. But what, Talk, what was your right, what were you right. saying, Chris? All that time and effort. In. Well, you didn't say anything of what I thought. All right, go say. back. I thought you, <laughs> it has nothing to do with uh, we how young it. the deer is, yeah, how yeah. small the deer is. Okay, I'm talking sure. about. When a deer reaches its full potential right. as far as antler growth, not so maturity. It's, right, and it's different in the Midwest, we've found, versus the Northeast. We have found that in the Midwest, bucks are probably reaching their you know highest antler score because, for lack of a better way of judging antlers, right, from maybe five to six years old. And they'll maintain that in the Midwest to probably seven or eight. But they're going to get there by five, six, probably. And even at four years old, they're going to be almost right there. Right. In the Northeast, we've found that the the burn is slow. <laughs> and they're growing its small it's increments. So it's burn. like three-year-old buck is a, you know, it's like, oh, he's a six-pointer. And it's like four-year-old, he's like, oh, he's a six-pointer again. And, and five-year-old, <laughs> it's like, oh, six. he's a nice eight. And then six-year-old, like, well, that's a pretty good eight-pointer. Yeah. Seven-year-old, like, damn that's a big eight and then it's like eight years old he's like oh that's a giant nine you know and nine years old you're like holy smokes that's a 160 inch nine pointer where he started at a 100 inch you know bucket at 
at uh, three years old. And we've seen that consistently. The biggest bucks we see that have, have been killed in our area and most of the state are consistently seven, eight, nine, ten years old, hmm. without a doubt. They are not reaching that maximum antler growth till they're you know seven plus. And that's of course a general rule, but on average, that's the ages that they're they're getting to uh, before they're really shown. They're, they're getting like huge, where you're like, oh my! I call them right. holy s bucks, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. right? It's it's seven, eight, nine years old, and we I one buck in particular I know is. There's a couple of them. The Buck Neil Pendleton killed, I think, was ten and a half when he killed him. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was in the one nineties. One of the biggest deer I've ever seen in my life. He brought him to my place to green score him, and I was like, "That." I told Neil, I'm like, "That thing's a horse." How do you even like, do it? Like, I was like, "That thing's off everything's a oh, one." I, he looked like a horse. Like his head was this big. It was a huge deer, but he's ten and a half years old, 190 inches, and that deer continued to grow. There was another deer killed near our place that was 10 and a half, and he was 180 inches, and it was like he just kept growing, kept growing, kept growing. So we consistently that see that. Buck? Yeah, yeah. Hey, that dude that killed that 170, Mark, is it Mark Evans? Mike yeah. Evans? Mm-hmm. Mark, Did he Mark send the teeth in on that deer? I don't know. I How didn't much? hear about it. Did, I am, I'm asking if oh. he sent the teeth in. I don't know. I'd be I very curious to see yeah, how I, old. I would guarantee that deer 7 plus. Yeah. Most of the, I mean, that was a new muzzleloader record, right? Yeah, for New typical. Yeah. yeah, most of the deer Giant. that are scoring in that, or that are that oh, big, yeah. and, and score is tough because you could have an eight pointer that's 155 inches. He more or less has the same frame as a 10 or 12 pointer that's 170, 180, right? Yeah. So, score is kind of, it's it's a general way to kind of describe their antlers and how big they are, but it doesn't mean much. This is a number, right? But most of these bucks that are huge, like that you see on social media and you're like holy, holy yeah those bucks are seven and a half eight and a half nine and a half probably eight or nine years old for the most part i know of a buck that's scored in the 170s that was killed a year or two ago and he was eight and a half like without you know send your teeth into se- yeah age. send your teeth in if Do you can because it's it's really look telling at molar wear please yeah, we've found that that just isn't a great Please. way of aging deer. And we're really curious. And if you don't care... Is there who, a better way the to do it than that, the biologist He's 11. Out? Yes. Pull the, the incisors, which are the two front teeth out, put them in a pack in a little envelope, and, well, you'll Is that how you pronounce website. that? What? Incisors? Incisors. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. calling them incestors. <laughs> <laughs> That's Chris for you. <laughs> and, and the other thing is, the other thing yeah. is, if you oh don't, if you don't care how old your deer is, seriously, got unplugged. <laughs> if you don't care how old that deer is, then whatever. That's yeah. fine, That's fine too. Like it's, you don't yeah, have to care. Yeah, like, mold, hey, it's a deer. Who cares? Molar wear is right. an estimate. Meat in my freezer. Yeah. It's yeah. It's facts. an estimate. Best. We've Sorry. done a lot of like, uh, we've kind of compared like that to the. Sentimentali. So basically, it's really interesting. I think I'm kind of like I like the stuff. Rings on a tree. Other, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Stop talking. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure. They that's saturate. Right, but they it's, it's they dissolve this that's thing in acid yeah. until it's like jelly, and they slice it and they count the rings. And every winter, they put a, another layer of I guess I don't know if it's calcium or whatever it is on the ring. Enamel. Sure. Yeah. Eh, maybe. I don't know. I'm not the guy at the lab, but I <laughs> right. think it's really interesting. But that's it's super uh, accurate to Angie Deer. And if there is an error or there's inaccuracies, the people at the lab know. They're like, hey, that this isn't really a clear sample. And we can tell you we think he's five, but he could be four, he could be six. But a lot of these time, a lot of the times the, the rings are super clear so that they can tell. And I've actually talked with 
the biologist at the lab a good amount about this because I'm kind of a nerd when it comes to gear biology, <laughs> right, yeah. in case you haven't noticed. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's that's a good way to do it. But, yeah, consistently these deer are getting bigger until, like, 9 or 10 years old in New Hampshire, which opposed is really to, cool. Opposed to in the Midwest when they're probably peaking out at 5 or 6 and they kind of maintain that and start to taper off um, at whatever age. But I would say that, like, 95 – I mean, this that's in our – I just pulled that out of the air. But a lot of – most of the deer – are not going declining in antler size because they just aren't living that long. Right. I mean, a 10-year-old deer is extremely rare, and I think that's kind of the age, 10, 11, when they start to maybe decline. How old was that buck? Which one? Um, what did we name him? I know of a lot of bucks, Chris. Island. Which one? Island. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, God, I don't know. At least 10? Yeah. yeah, we knew of a buck that was at least 10. Yeah, he's been there for years. Like, yeah. I watch him every year. Just from so, camera? camera uh, yes, observation sure. camera, yeah. yeah. But, like, that buck probably started to climb this year, and he was probably 10 or 11. So I'd say 11. Yeah, he's so that's kind of like what we him. see is, like, past 10 is maybe they start to decline. Yeah. But they're still huge. Because <laughs> they, right. they get so big, and then the decline is, like, they're still way bigger at than the they were at, at four the years end, old. Though. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I, but most bucks don't make it that long. Yeah. They don't make it to 12 years old. You know, they get killed or the, the winter takes them. I think the buck that I killed last year, which was eight and a half, would have been lucky to make it through the winter. Because he was in rough shape? He was in really rough shape. He, really? It was yeah, 150-whatever-inch deer with uh, a doe buck. He said that in the video. Yeah. It looked gross. Like... How are you still Yeah, this alive? thing has a giant, you know, <laughs> massive rack on his head. But when I walk up on him, the first thing you notice is his body and how depleted he is and, yeah, like, how many like his sagging. hip bones and shoulders and spine yeah. is showing. Well, it was the last last day right. of rifle season. Is this this the one that tracks in the snow? Yeah. 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 That deer was running does on the last day of rifle season. Was we kept himself like, to death, or we, you think he was just too, just too old? I've Probably heard Brett both. Say that. Probably both. <laughs> All yeah. of the above. Yeah, <laughs> and I think like, some of those deer do that when they get to those older ages. I mean, they just like how old go are you so guys? Hard. Like thirties? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like 31. you, you, you guys, days, baby. <laughs> yeah. Like so like you know how your back hurts now when you do something that you did when you were twenty? Yeah. Yeah. That's this guy thought he was still twenty. He's yeah. yeah. That tail, huh? He was just getting it. He's just kidding. It was like me we, running around the woods. Yeah. <laughs> that dude was on Tinder and then he got shot. Yeah. <laughs> but real but really though, like he, these bucks run themselves to death, especially yeah. in the terrain that we hunt them in. Yeah. Like they're going in the snow. We get a lot of snow early. Yeah. They're going to, mid to late November and eat definitely foot in December. elevation up and down. I feel like we've had a pretty good winter so far for the deer. If you're yeah, for sure. Bulbular, Way good. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Not very good, but for yeah. Yeah, but we don't do those things. Yeah. For so, deer, it's so good. that stuff up. And pretty good. Yeah. We're almost at two hours here. Is there anything Ooh. you guys want to uh, throw in? Any uh... Caldwell camp? Caldwell <laughs> bipod? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Tree pod. That's what I use. That everybody thinks that. Yeah. It's, the most, fascin- it's yeah. the most. It's the most fascinating thing it's the, not the sold rifle by arm caldwell yeah it's the anymore. rifle arm it's not sold by okay. caldwell it's yeah. not sold by bog caldwell pod. i don't bog. know bog, bog yeah, pod which... i don't i don't know just that's what it is google so you have to buy it as one piece now it comes with the with the stand which is fine for like 95 yeah. percent but if you yeah. want right. extra bases unfortunately they're discontinued 
Yeah. So but that allows that's what you to I put used. your yeah rifle on the rest. Yeah. It sits in front of you. It attaches to the base of the stand. It doesn't give hands you- free until you want to shoot. Then you have a rock steady rest, which is really nice if you're shooting over like 60, 70 yards, which a lot of times people aren't around here, right? No. But if mm-hmm. you're on a clear cut or a swamp or a power line or maybe a field, probably it's not, not many field cheating, hunters. It's just yeah. giving it's me not cheating. That's what. <laughs> yeah, some <laughs> people some people think so, like, oh, that's a hard yeah, it's cheating. It's oh, like, you're cheating with a hydraulic arm. Well, no, I'm just doing my due diligence to make an ethical shot yeah, on an animal right. that I respect yeah. to mm-hmm. the highest point. So. Sorry, I'm not sorry. And that's one of the things that Ross and I always <laughs> were puzzled with is like people are sitting in stands where they can shoot 100 yards, but they have to like shoot offhand. And like maybe some people can make that shot every time, but like we're not I that can. good. I, we're not, I've never, I don't it's shoot not that, that far. good. No, I mean, yeah, I, we need a rest to shoot 100 yards. I, that's, I so, would prefer it because I want yeah. to make that shot count. I only get one every right. how, however many years for the deer that we chase for the caliber of deer that we chase right with well, a camera so i'm gonna make it count sorry that go I'm ahead chris. chris you want to tell them where just hunt club is going what we're yeah. doing where can we find you guys what's YouTube. coming up youtube right now that's that's instagram, the uh Facebook. instagram yeah you can find us but go to youtube please it's a subscribe that helps <laughs> us tremendously it helps us to grow the channel and to continue to produce the content that hopefully you guys like to watch so youtube just hunt club um, leave a comment if you want to see something different. Comment. Yeah, tell we us read what them. you think. We do read them, absolutely. We're at the point now we're still small enough where we can read all the comments and uh, <laughs> reply if possible. So, uh, yeah, go in there, YouTube, Just Hunt Club. Hopefully we have some content that you guys can relate to. and uh, Lots of turkey stuff coming this oh, spring. Oh, a ton of turkey stuff. Ooh. Way too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to s- get into turkey, but I, we're at two hours and I can't. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so end this, and I'll talk about turkey. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. Can't wait. Are we good? Anything else? No. All right, fellas, thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Yeah, baby, when we're together, it's like Vegas times three. But in the morning, I'll know better. So bad, so bad for me Just like a sip of wine Leads me to drink You're my gateway drug I'm starting to think It's gonna take much more than Just 12 steps So call Betty Ford Call Dr. Drew Save me a bed, cause in a month or two I wanna quit you, girl Just not yet Yeah, baby, when we're together You're the only drug I need But in the morning I know better So bad, so bad for me Bailing down the road past these city lights You got your hands on the wheel and look in your eye I ask myself, is it time to slow down? But the night
Dad's still young, we're full of gas Credit cards in my pocket with some limit left in We got friends in the next town Yeah, baby, when we're together It's like Vegas times three So bad, so bad for me So bad, so bad for me Oh, you're so bad, so bad for me You're so bad, so bad for me So bad for me